Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hi. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hi. It's Mike. Michael Adams. And it's over religion dystopia. Yeah. Allegedly, it's the 9th of August, 2017. And welcome to the magical world of make-believe. Where all your dreams can come true. Long as there's they're in accordance with the will of the Creator. Well, what do I talk about? Can't sleep. Had a hell of a week. Had a hell of a week. Not feeling too hot. August heat and tolerance thanks to the designer designer disease of multiple sclerosis. Um, yeah, guess I've been doing some soul searching. Uh, my mom, she went in the hospital the other week, uh, last two weekends ago, and uh, then she doctor was worried she was going to have another stroke because of medicine. She came home. She's got uh, now she's got uh, bloodshot eye, some kind of blood busted a blood vessel in her eye. Oh, I worry about that. And I worry because I don't have any of the strength to do much about it. So I hope uh, God will do towards her. You never know. <clears throat> Anyways. What have I been thinking about? A lot of stuff. Now the the Vatican <clears throat> the Roman Catholic Church, the, the Egyptian religion, the Babylonian religion, how it moved from the Hellenopolis or Hellenopolis, something like that, I'm not quite sure. Maybe I should look. Charles Coase, I guess it is, K-O-S, his YouTube channel. He did an interesting video oh, about five days ago on did the Vatican uh, come for, uh, did the Vatican of Egypt Heliopolis so Heliopolis like heliocentric model uh, Heliopolis shifted to Rome 
this the religion of the sun was sh- shifted to the Vatican, and uh, it's well known. Anybody wants to do any research on it, that thirteen obelisks stand in the Vatican city, and many of them come from Heliopolis. Gaza. Gaza. Anyways, um, this is the case. Not much one can do about that. Can't really hide what's, what's once it's revealed to you what's in plain sight. They got their obelisk, their male Isaurus, Isaurus, I. Is that right? Anyways, Isaurus, it sounds like a dinosaur. Right. The great phallic symbol of the Liathon, the giant dinosaurs. Erectoid. I don't know. <laughs> Erectosaurus. He may he shunned all the other great beasts. Anyways, interesting about the uh, pyramids. The pyramids are basically the tops of uh, the very top of uh, of uh, an obelisk, aren't they? Could the pyramids actually be a lot bigger than we've been told? Maybe the giants of old. Oh, look, check out uh, Wise Up YouTube channel. His work. Um, and now these, all these folks are like dealing with uh, densification or mud fossils or whatever. It seems quite possible. Very probable. Unless they're all computer-generated images, that uh, big suckers lived, roamed in this realm at one time. I'm talking thirty, fifty, hundred feet tall, whatever. Maybe that was a big things. Uh, if any of this is true, which why not? Well, we know that. The public fool system has pretty much told everything to us is a is a lie. It's make believe. Well, I shouldn't say it's a lie. I should say it's all make believe. It's the, from the imaginations of other men and women. So, <clears throat> turns out space that's just somebody's imagination. That's, that's, you know, good, good, good on the uh, science fiction writers that the past several hundred years and how they've influenced and impact a whole a psyche of a of a whole realm of uh, humanity so why not I mean a lot of us like to try to try to distinguish ourselves American British French Chinese Indian African North American, you know, fascist, 
communists, rich, poor, black, white. But truth of the matter is, uh, the joke's been played on all of us. Even the tricksters themselves, at this point, I would imagine most of them have been fooled and conned by their own con game themselves. And now we're starting to see it unravel. And I imagine that was all planned, too. Um, this, it's a necessary unravel. The way that this Babylonian system works, um, you're enslaved artificially through the use of usury, or use, use of usury, that's redundant. Anyways, um, the imposition of usury, the usury banking system, um, false religions that basically there to kind of twist the, the history and uh, which then trickles down and or up depending on how you look at it into the university system political systems etc which eventually as people start to realize once again they've been screwed and enslaved get pissed off at least enough of a number of them that it causes a reboot or reset, which is all designed to to happen. So every few generations throughout the world, people wake up and go, fuck, I'm having enough of this shit. You guys have been lying my ass off for too long. Look at it, I can't even feed my kids. Can't even afford to buy clothes. I'm at that stage. It's been a year since I bought anything. I can't remember when the last time I bought something new. He used to be a real handsome fellow. I guess relatively speaking, I am at my age and my my situation, but just a few years ago, I was a pretty handsome fellow. So, if I must say so, uh, something happened. Something happened to me right when I exerted my independence and said no more and started pursuing the things that I really were driven to do, like art, etc., that kind of thing. Because um, I couldn't stand it. I, I just can't stand being a slave. And I've had some good jobs throughout my adult life, but just it always would crumble. I used to feel bad about it, too. I used to feel like it's my fault. And in a way, it really was my fault, but in a good way. Because uh, the truth matter is, uh, I hated all my jobs. I hated being working on the railroad, and I, I hated working for the forestry department, and I hated working in factories, and I hated the... One job I kind of liked was when I was in the environmental field, but and then I discovered that was just a farce, too. Just more of the same. Helping the rich keep on getting richer and the polluters keep on polluting. That's all it was. So saving the world wasn't going to happen. I enjoyed landscaping and designing nature trails. Or trail, or whatever. Uh, you know, you know uh, that was really rewarding, and I'm 
I hope Mr. Decker, Decker Sr., for one person, I think he is blessed richly for giving me that opportunity. I mean, how many people get the opportunity to do such a thing as divine, design and install a nature trail and meadow and, and uh, bogs and all that kind of stuff? It was kind of cool. It was really cool. I've never really had a cool job. And I don't, I'm sorry if I, if I sound like I'm whiny, but I don't mean to sound whiny. It's just the truth. I've never had a cool job. Hey, Donaldson, I'll open you up and see what's going on with you. What's up, man? What's up, my brother? I never, I don't, have we met? Oh, probably. Just you haven't really had a chance to talk to me. You've, you probably talked to me and, uh, when I was on uh, Nothing But The Truth and was doing the Christian thing, going down that path. <laughs> but, you know, you, you got to bounce around and discover who you are, right? So there you are. So I started a new one. Well, this is great. This stuff. Yeah, old religion. So, I, I, that's great. I mean, you're tying it all in together. You know, like a lot of people, are, when you don't look at the past, you don't look at the, uh, the you know, where we get our current system from. I mean... Uh, you kind of get confused about where, you know, what the whole thing is all about. I mean, <clears throat> take, for example, uh, sir, if, with all due respect, the, the fact that the Father, God, right, is uh-huh. uh, presumably, right, the head of the household, okay? Hey, and no other, hey listen, no, can, I, can I interrupt you? Yeah, go ahead. Just, no, uh, my name is Michael. It's Mike. Michael. It's not sir. It's not sir. Okay, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like that, you know what I mean? There's just sure. something, you know, uh, pompous and too aristocratic for me to deal with. So, sir is like uh, close to like Esquire or something like that. Don't call me sir, okay? My name's Michael. All right. Anyways, go ahead. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you bringing me back on track again. I mean, I know it, I have a tendency to fall back into the old brainwashing. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, although we could start, we could start, we could start our own personal royal course. Would you like? <laughs> <laughs> what, would oh, your, what would your title? Sure. What would your title be like? You know, who would you be? King, Duke. Squire, Duke, the, Duke, Duke. Yeah. I'd probably be the, the court jester, is what I'd be. So. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, nah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I think it's a valuable topic that what you have going on. It's too bad nobody else is on here. Um, you know, I what? think I think what you. I mean, they'll probably listen to this in in you know hindsight. But interestingly, um, the whole issue about the Father God, you know, uh, being the head of the household, this this is the the catalyst. It's the iconic theme in modern common law in America and England. Okay. And uh, uh-huh. it, it's uh, it's pretty prevalent too. It's also coming. It 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 points to not just um, uh, esoteric common law, but also uh, ancient Judaism, which uh, it, you you know you can see just from the way that we carry ourselves today, where where men are allowed to take off their shirts and walk around in public all you know most all day, but women are not. 
you know, I mean, that, that is evidence of that brainwashing. Well, here, yeah, and here's the question to ask you. Who's being punished? In other words, which sex in particular, we'll start off with that, which sex is actually being punished based on that social norm that's been imposed on us? Is it the female or the male? Is it both? Is someone being punished? That's a good question in itself, too. You know, or is it something because of who we are, maybe the dark side of us? Uh, would, but then again, you know what? I lived in Europe, spent a lot of time in Portugal. Women were bathing in the beach, breastless or breastless. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's not right. Uh, <laughs> topless, not breastless. That only happens in America. Women get their tits get chopped off here. And I'll tell you who I think it's being punished. I think it's uh, it's it's probably well because you, you know you really yeah. get get down to it. I mean, you really get down to it. Uh, what's the real harm? For thousands of years, our ancestors, and I don't know how many thousands. You know, that's not worth talking about really uh, and let me rephrase this there have been cultures upon cultures upon cultures and maybe even our ancestors were running around the women were topless and were they going around raping each other and subjecting women to terrible things or was it uh, a way of you know punishing men that's interesting <laughs> you, are, you brought a very good point up <laughs> I never actually thought about that before. That that actually this was a form of punishment. It's not just that 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 um, you know it's a Jewish society, right? But that in fact both men and women alike were being punished in some way just by being disenfranchised. I, I hadn't thought about that. But that's interesting. Well, you know, um, do you think that the, the rich and wealthy in Europe and even here? That their women are not allowed to, if they want to, <laughs> in their own private domain, if you will, their property, walk around without a shirt on, without bra on. I mean, this is, I, I don't know, because I'm not part of their culture. But I do know that the odds are, well, I believe that the odds are that the average wealthy, say, female who wants to walk around naked or breathless in Europe or wherever and you know what I'm saying and their their little their private clubs and that kind of thing because they don't really pop down with us at least not too many of them at least that I've noticed oh maybe I'm just talking about my ass uh, the fact of the matter is it's just uh uh, something to contemplate on is why, because you know, religion and sexuality go hand in hand, and you know what is you know ultimately for the I see, towards it's it's like a double-edged sword. It's um, one way it's you know another form of oppressing the populace, and then in another way it's um, I don't know. Well, it's a, maybe it's, maybe it's a good thing. I have no idea. I mean, I know my own it's personal experience. No, yeah, I mean, it's, the, the more you think about it, I mean, where I live, you know, most of the well, year, you have, at least half the year, yeah, it's probably a good idea. But the, today it's like 90 degrees, and why can't women walk around with nothing on? 
Well, I mean, I can. What's the big deal? Who made that the big right, deal? Right, exactly. Who made it the big deal? That's the question. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you and I grew up exposed to that, and no, I'm not some bleeding liberal or anything like that. I'm just asking the question. You know, it's, uh, it's the truth of the matter is yeah. it wouldn't be a big deal at all. If somebody yeah. posed that on us. So that's just one thing. Well, the thing, there's a, but, there's a, there's a thing about higher moral ground, right? And, uh, you know, it has to do with, uh, being able to govern ourselves. And we've all been brainwashed to believe that we're not able to govern ourselves, you know, as, ah, as, human, as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you go, you go back to the, the father, the father of the house, the father, the heavenly father. Also there's in the family, family unit, the nucleus, and the, what does that really mean to be? Well, the there's nothing father? wrong with that, though. See, th- here's the thing about that: like, if if you and your family elect that that this one one of the family members will be, you know, the security guard or or the the bill payer, you know, the economist, then everybody in the family agrees and consents to that, you know, that that person is going to handle all the bills. It's role playing, basically. So there's there's some, uh, you know du jour content, right, to the, uh, to the prospect that uh, vol- there's a validity, you know, with the claims being made here in America with regard to the head of the household and, and father and also the Christian religion. But, um, oh. but at the same time, there's a mix-up. There's a mix-up, and, 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 and it takes a lot of analysis and, 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 and study to actually understand the inner workings of the entire system. Most most people don't have time for that, so there's there's really going to be no one that figures it out, almost no one. <laughs> Pretty much, or you you're put in a position like myself where, uh, you know, you're a single father and uh, you just got time to kill to finally, after being a wage slave for the first forty plus years of my life. Well, not my first forty, but in a way, I guess it would be too because you're forced almost from birth to be involved in whether it's public school or daycare or whatever so yeah and, and in a way it's a it's a you're paying the toll one way or the other uh, but at least since my late teens right uh till my early 40s i was a wage you know wage slave like everyone else but now i had time to kind of maybe too much time to think about these things but i think it's good that there are people that have time to think about these things, and I'm grateful that I finally have the time to think about these things. Or not, let me rephrase that, because it might not be uh, that I've actually uh, finally have time to think about it, finally have the time to actually maybe talk about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The fact that you can converse means a lot. Um, I found it to be extremely beneficial and pro- and profitable to... Uh, to study and to continue to read things that are interesting to me after I became awake, right? Instead of just falling back into the same patterns again, because I discovered that I could dialogue and converse with new people, people that I wasn't able to talk to before. You know, it's an, it's an area of discovering yourself through other people that it's just, it's too minuscule of an, uh, an area of attention for people to pay, you know, pay to. So, uh, right, right. But you know, what I have discovered, man's uh, greatest masterpiece that they could be involved in, 
is the creation of a family, of a husband and wife, unity uh, and children and a a beautiful and loving and caring home where, yes, the father, you know, he's the the warrior, he's the breadwinner, he's the... Um, but also, you know, at the same token, a good father is one that actually will talk to their son, share insights, turn off the television, spend time with them, and show them that they're loved. You know what I mean? There's not just a burden or responsibility. So, so it's it's to me. I mean, ultimately, the greatest creation that humans can make is the the family unit. It's the most special thing in nature. Yeah. I mean, it, even an, an, an the animal kingdom doesn't necessarily have what what mankind can actually do when it comes to that matter. So that's how right. I see it. Well, that's, well, you know, uh, you know I mean, the, the 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 head of the household, right, has a similar character to that of the father of the Bible, and and the old, yeah. the interesting thing about it is this. Okay, if you really want to twist and turn the the, the corkscrews, okay. Uh, of the legal system, then you're going to rec. It's easy to do when you recognize that it. We, you know, this entire movement of LGBT and, and gay pride and all of that, right? That all. Well, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed you remember that because I never can remember that. So <laughs> that acronym, you know. Right. Well, the, the whole. I live in SF. Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard not to when you're just surrounded by it. You know. But, sure. Uh, it's happening here, whole, here, but go ahead. Well, the idea the idea I'm trying to get across is is that um, the head of the household can be see any gender. It's non-genderized. When in the past it used to be gender-based, right? Well, now because of modern law and modern technology has actually increased the what the blur of the law. There's a blur of the law taking place today because of technology. And that blur is the most important thing to pay attention to from for people because they're not, they're going to miss it. They're going to miss how to be able to actually live a happy life while they're here and provide something possibly for their posterity. Um if they chose to, you know. And and that way would yeah. be to begin getting involved in the community, uh recognizing that that stuff that has been set down before us has has had has been there for a reason, right? and then you taking and running with the new idea, you know that that's been developed over time by by uh, our predecessors and very honorable others came coming before us. So, uh, like like with the head of the household position, father normally would be the head of the household, but in in today's world it could be uh, you know a woman who or a son or a daughter. You know uh, who is actually playing the role okay, of head of household, uh, and in that way, we we literally we not only do we um, uh, we 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 take on the the attributes of the Jewish uh, agenda, right? In other words, we're we're using the monopoly board, okay, to win the game, right? Right. We're going to actually use the monopoly board to win the game. And, and and we're not going to, yeah, because we see that it's a game of wit. It's actually a game of intellect. It, it, it's really based around fiction. It's all fiction. And that if someone tells you they have 
they have created a you know a new remedy, right? And it's something you've never seen before, and it really works. And you and you can see, hey, it's providing light, or it's providing heat. You know, like wow, that's amazing. This is true. You know, and you might you might you might hover around that for you know, and 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 uh, it might become truth for you. So that's that's how we we need to proceed. I think is is uh, to realize that regardless of the the uh, governmental the systems we have around us right it's 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 always it's come from and it will always be about uh controlling large groups of people and uh you know and bringing them under a wing a one wing of of one particular person or or group of persons you know um because that's that's ultimately what you're dealing with there is is so-called way showers and and so-called you know uh, truth knowers who say they know the truth, only them, and then you have to come to them to get specific answers and things of that nature, you know. So when we when we when we twist and turn uh, what what has been put into place to manipulate us, we 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 be, we get control of the gears. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's vital. It's a it's vital knowledge to know how the world truly is run and, and how it operates. <clears throat> what you do with that, that's another thing. I think that's where, uh, <clears throat> I guess, humanity comes in. Um, and uh, maybe we talk about the Spirit of God, Spirit of Christ, uh, um, the whole idea that, you know, well, what am I going to do with this knowledge? Am I going to use it to exploit others or to make the world a better place? Of course, right now, what we are witnessing is a whole bunch of fools that think right now it's okay to exploit everybody. Get what you can right now, you know what I mean? Basically, it's it's like the mafia. <laughs> it's little mafias running all over the place, right? And religion is a form of, if you will, like it can be just that way. In fact, you'll find that the mafia is involved quite quite a bit when it comes to all organized religions. So, right. So, you know, what do you do about that? And uh, so it's 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 whether it's the government, the organized religion. I just think, I guess, is who's you? Who do you finally put your trust in? Well, that's why that's and, why I love America, man. Yeah, well, you still have that opportunity to put your trust in yourself, no matter, even though there's a lot of things against us. Even America. America is not as great as as we like to to make it out to be, but the same token, we still have this opportunity to have this conversation and and proclaim, I'm going to be my own man. And the biggest thing then is, are you willing to deal with the consequences? Because what if being your own man also means that you aren't going to be that exceptional in the the, the structure of things, and that uh, you because we live in a system mm-hmm. where uh, conformity is the absolute must, we pretend that we that we uplift and honor individuality, but in truth, individuals are they uh, they they have a hard yeah i mean you would think you think because you were individual and you had some special talent that you would be singled out but in fact the singling out it works negatively 
right? From what you're saying, it works in an adverse way uh, to, I, I guess, what we were expecting. We're like, hey, wait, our, you know, this is cool, you know, because, but all that comes from, again, like per, our, our being brainwashed okay, from day one, damn near, okay, that uh, we're something separate from this place, you know, this entire idea that there's a life beyond this life, it's, a, it's another one of those intellectual games being played by the controllers. That, oh, yeah. That, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because they, they want your energy somewhere else from other than here, you know? And, they and for they, you, for, for you and your loved ones. Yeah, they are. They are. And there are psychics, you know, <laughs> the definition of a psychic vampire, right, is what we're talking about. It's, and it's the, the use of dark black magic. And what is my final conclusion on all that was it's just to distract you from being you. <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as you're following somebody else's path and dictates and thoughts, well, then you're you're not your own person. You're, you're and not. Knowing, and knowing how human beings are so uh, gullible, and not only that, but admirable. We we admire other people, you know, and we we will stand up to the you know next to someone else and support their their, their ideas. And when we believe in something, even if it's not true or weak, you know, uh, oh yeah, people. Still, still, so many people stand up behind it, and and they're like, "Yeah, this is true. This is I feel this. Yeah, you know, what? You know, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, you know, I'm not even saying that that people of uh, people who have melanin, more melanin, okay, in the skin. I'm not saying that yeah, they don't matter. That's the only thing that's different. It's that's only thing that's different. Right. So. More melanin. So Black <laughs> Lives Matter. That actual phrase alone, right, means something completely ambiguous. People don't even realize it, though. They're calling themselves black. See what I'm saying? They're, they're falling into the, tr- the, the very trap that's being set. It's a weird thing going on right now. It is. And I believe it is. the reason why it's, it's, it's divided it's, it's div- is to divide and conquer, right? It's, it's an important tool that we're talking about here. Is well, I mean, it's, 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 it's like a divide and conquer, but, it's, it, but what's coming in is the question. Is it socialism? Is it communism? Is it a mix of both? You know, but the, because um, when you think about how um, uh, lo- federalism and localism is being used by the mainstream media to actually get these local communities of people who live in these ghettos or whatever to to get you know riled up and and kind of they're uniting under this like this front of of unity. Which, which is proclaiming to be, you know, so liberal and so so really true and genuinely authentic, you know, saying like, like yes, like we're there's people that want to kill us, black people, and take us out and make us no more on this planet. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not true at all. Actually, if you if you look at the recent the past two hundred years. The only buddy that's really been trying to be, you know, that's really been, uh, you know, an attack on as far as being wiped out as a as a race would be the white race, the Europeans. I mean, that's that's a fact. Yeah. That's a yeah, fact. For some reason, yeah. for some reason, that seems to be part of the goal. I, 
it seems like it's like a cyclical thing. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it, in this realm that we live in, it's like whatever group is propped up and must be torn down one way or the other. So, and uh, is it just fate? Could have been it just, is. you know, it's just fate. It means that once the, every, you know, uh, Caucasians have their their turn, then it's somebody else's turn. Maybe it will be. <laughs> well, I think I don't know. what it is. You know, the, is 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 um, that there are some aspects of us that that manifest on a larger proportion than we see physically with our own eyes, and and um, when so much uh, desire goes up, right, to for, for change or whatever, people, uh, you know, we we actually see. In other words, when we when we cut ourselves in half or divide ourselves internally, mentally, uh, in as a people, you know, then it's like the hundredth monkey syndrome kicks in, and we actually become a fractured be- being. Spiritually speaking, every everyone that comes into being is ingrained into this fractured sense of self, where there's it's an ego thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the human being is a very complex entity. And, uh, you know, the you that you feel is you is really just a construct, a mental construct. It doesn't exist necessarily, you know. Um, and uh, that's the thing that's being, that's being fractured, okay. It's not even a real fracturing, okay. So um, as long as we can keep everybody locked down in this, uh, you know, mental illusion of beingness, right, then we can actually continue to, to, to falsely believe that we're being fractured in some way. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's backwards. No, it makes, backwards. And, and, yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. And so, and, and you can see what's happening here with this uh, tearing down of all the, the idols. And uh, it's almost like, you know, I, when I look back and I'm in, in my old show and, uh, I've brought it up numerous times. It feels like my my true calling in life is to be part of tearing down all the idols for some reason, whether it's right or wrong. I'm just like I don't have a for, uh, a choice really in it, uh, except to tear them down. You know, uh, whatever it may be, scientism or the political system or the religious system. It's like, well, let me ask and I don't think I'm I'm alone. I think there's a lot of us right now being called. By something, some spirit higher than us, that's saying the same thing. It's time to tear it down. And, and Can I face, ask you a the face. Yeah, sure. Because I do, I do agree. I mean, there's an energy of, you know, mind blowingness and waking up, coming around. Here's my question to you. This is something more practical. Um, you know, or not? Maybe it's not practical. <laughs> Is uh is are you do you believe in evolution? And I'll ask you another question simultaneously. Do you believe in evolution and do you believe in um how what are your thoughts about flat earth? Or no no so I'm sorry, the creationist theory. So do you believe in evolution or creation? And do you believe the earth is round or flat? Because that's gonna tell me quite a bit if you just answer that. Uh, well, okay, I'll just start from backwards. Uh, it looks awfully flat from where I'm standing. 
Uh, as far as <laughs> as, as far as evolution goes, there's nothing to believe or not to believe. It's a big old I don't know. Once I look at all the information, there's nothing to prove it that it is existing more than NASA really went to the moon. That doesn't mean there's not an evolution. I'm just saying what's been presented to me. It's not something that I could count on. And as far as creationism, uh, yeah, I mean, my hope is when I look at it's 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 incomprehensible for me to believe to. No, I don't want to say believe. It's just incomprehensible for me to see that this world I live wasn't constructed by something intelligent. Now, whether it's benevolent or benevolent, that's another thing you know, entirely, but it was created, I mean, by something. And enough, I don't know of anything that was ever created out of nothing. You know well, what I mean? I, and, right, well, yeah. and, you know, so how that something or some things or whatever created all this, I only have books with other men's insights on it. I don't know. How do I know? Exactly. I know? You don't know the world is round. You've never seen it. You've never been out there in outer space to actually observe the world being round or flat. All we've seen is pictures, right? So, so we have to actually look at it from, from like with, with a grain of salt right? and go, okay, well, what is science telling us? Science says that evolution is a fact or evolution is real, right? And science also is claiming that the world is round, okay? But that goes contradictory. So the, the, the evolution theory is con, is goes in contradiction to uh, the creationist theory, where all these animals were created at once, right, within days or whatever, right? So right. So that's that's the whole thing is that if you believe science and in you believe in evolution, right, then you also believe the world is is round because that's what science purports to be the truth today. So when you're believing in creation, are you believing in something that's not scientific necessarily? Mm, yeah. So could it possibly be that it's something different than a round earth ideology that, that you would follow? Yeah, possibly. Maybe it's the flat earth. You know, The idea that, that we live on a flat earth plane has been hidden from us Actually, for thousands of years before the round earth model came in, it was the common knowledge. It was common belief. So, I yield. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, and yeah, it's, it's interesting it's, that it, it's interesting that it was presented to us now. Oh. Right, the answer you're meaning, right? Like figuring it's it out. Like, wow, here it is. You know. Well, so here's the. Um, I just burnt myself. I'm sorry. Like we can see it. I'm sorry. I hope you're okay. Good. Yeah, I'm okay. I just uh, too bad. Don't know. Not your fault. How bad fault. was it? How bad is it? Were you smoking oh, a glass glass pipe? I, uh, no, I wasn't smoking a glass <laughs> pipe. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know. But you never know, man. But uh, yeah. So where were we with all this? I'm trying to find. We're talking about central helio, right? The the, the oh, yeah, helio-centric yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm model versus flat, flat earth. Flat model. earth 
I'm glad you brought up the flat earth because that's one of the things I've been thinking about. And one of the things I've been thinking about is um, why it was presented to us now. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying, though, there's some kind of question about why it was presented to us now. Right. Why is it back in the limelight? Yeah. So, yeah. when you look at the, the Hegelian dialect and its model, we see that um, that uh, there always have give us two options, and right now the options are it's flat or it's round. It's either a pancake shape or it's, you know, a ball. What if it's neither one of those things? Right. You know what I mean? So the question really is why are they putting us to this point of confusion because that's really where we're at. I mean, we know that all we know really, we don't know what the world looks like, excuse me. We don't know what the world looks like, but we do know that where we live is pretty flat. And the science to justify the heliocentric model doesn't have anything to stand on. So what is the truth? See, that's where we're at. We're at what is the truth. Good. And it's brilliant what they've done to us. Because if you look at... For instance, the flat Earth map, the round one, the AE map, the the um, was it the Blipson map or whatever it's called, the Cleveson map, that's what it's called. <clears throat> it cannot work, and we know that like uh, the Tropic of a uh, Capricorn and and um, what is the other one? Uh, Capricorn, and then whatever. I'm not. You know, from, yeah, I actually haven't studied it in depth like that, but I don't know the different constellations. But well, it's not a constellation. It's, it's it's like the it's like okay, there's the equator, and then you got the tropical and the tropical whatever. So, anyways, for know, the yeah. south, and, for the south and quote and south and central uh, and north pole. Okay. Right. <clears throat> right. Right. If you look at that. Based on, we know that the two tropics are shorter in latitude than the equator. We know that for a fact. Okay? So, because of that, we have to look at the the map, the Gleason map, when we look at the fact that the, the further you go away from the equator, actually the further you go away from the North Pole, the longer the latitude line is. But it doesn't work. It turns out that, you know, that rectangular map that everyone has in their house type of thing on the wall is what works. <laughs> so now what do you do about that? Because everything works on it, whether flat or round. And so, but you see all these guys that are pushing a false map. And I've talked to them. I've talked to Jaronism a year and a half ago. I talked to... Uh, Mark Sargent. I had him on the old show, all that kind of thing. So, and, you know, they told me, they said, they know that the, the the map's not right, but then why do you keep pushing the map? You see what I'm saying? 
So they're, they're out there, they're, they're going to capture us one way or the other, this thing, and create an, a new cosmology. So that's what they're going to try to do, at least. Now, whether they'll succeed, I don't know. It all depends on whether or not we, the people, I guess, say, hey, you know, I've had enough of you guys telling me what's true. I want to know now what's truth. You know what I mean when it comes to this topic? And as the, the world populace doesn't demand that, then, you know. Anyways, they're going to do what they want to do as, as much as possible to hide the truth of your, yours and mine reality as possible because that's part, it's necessity in controlling us. So, But in the meantime, we should look at this with always being skeptical and always asking the question, what if? Yeah, but what if you're wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, whether it's yourself or somebody else. So, I don't know. I find that fascinating. Then I see this whole thing about um, oh, Eric DeBay and Math Boylan or Pyrland and uh, all these Mark Sargent and and it, the whole um, controlled opposition thing that's going on here too, because it's clear this has happened. And, and and this is what they always do. They capture it. Um, it's like uh, Donaldson left me here. Um, that's all right. Um, but anyways, um, oh, he's back. Looks like he's back. A little slow. Let's see what's going on here. Hey, man. Yeah, it's like you you, so. you dropped off. I don't know if you heard what <laughs> I was saying, but I was being on my roll here. But I was starting to talk about the fascinating dynamics with a math powerland or boyland. What? <laughs> we just hung up again. Wow, he gets hung up by me saying math powerland or boyland. <laughs> They cut me off again. Yeah, it looks like they did. So I don't know if you can hear me, but um, yeah, so math power land. Maybe that's why they cut you off because I said that. And I'm bringing up now the COINTEL, the uh, PSYOP part of the flat Earth. Mind you, I'm not saying that the Earth is not flat or that there's more weight of evidence that we live in a flat plane than than in a, in a ball. So that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is is that there is clear that uh, you want to call it the Jesuits, you want to call it whoever it may be. Um, they are uh, whatever they you know they are using this. They jumped ahead of this. They put this. Uh, meme out there, this uh, new argument, an old, 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 old argument, a debate, an old debate that it had been um, soon forgotten and had several generations, if not more, who just haven't contemplated about whether we live on a flat plane or not. But now, all of a sudden, now it's out, out in the open. 
and they got these these characters, Keep... these character actors. Hey, man, I can hear you now. Back. You yeah, now. good, good. But I was just talking about this. Oh, you probably missed it. I don't know. What, you were talking about flat or... Yeah, I didn't know because uh, three times in a math? row my phone got cut off. Three times probably in a row. I, I, mentioned, I mentioned math powerland. <laughs> What's that? And, you know, math powerland or boyland, uh, the NASA channel. Okay, so I was going to share with people, give insights on the COINTEL, the um, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, counter-operations here, the, uh, what am I trying to say here? Not, um, anyways, how they've usurped this movement from the get-go, if, 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 that's the contradiction. In, uh, they they, they um, have been in control, that being the Jesuits, uh, and then all the agencies that go along with it, leading up to the rulership of the elite of the Roman Empire that we still live under, but that's another story in itself. Back to what I was trying to say. So you have these three Jesuit-trained characters, lifetime lifetime actors that get really involved right away. I mean, right from the get-go. One is Mark Sargent, and his Ten Commandments of the Flat Earth Proofs that came right out. Right after, literally weeks, Maybe months, not very long. Uh, Eric DeBay in his book came out. Then, of course, there's Matt Powerland. He's the one. He's the uh, sur- uh, the super realistic artist slash comedian slash actor who revealed that the images from NASA were paintings, and he did a little that the, the skit. You know, I don't know if you saw that. He does. His, he did a skit, a performance, and it was on the internet for quite a long time. Anyways, all these guys are now playing actors again and having this feud against each other. Then you got Jaron, and uh, his connections with the Jesuits and Jaronism, and then you got Globusters and the whole thing. And you look what happened with. Have you paid attention at all about the flat Earth movement? At all, Donald. Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Actually, do you know Blood Over Intent? And uh, you know what I'm talking about with Blood Over Intentions, and you know about taking back your power. Yeah, I know about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of the dynamics, so it's just it's fascinating because what you have going on is sorcery. Is sorcery. <laughs> sorcery is, is, if you want to see how sorcery is actually being done, how it's done, black magic to manipulate the masses. Watch the flat earth community, quote unquote community or movement. By the way, that I was never invited to be part of, and I'm sure you weren't, and most people who will listen to this were ever invited to be part of this movement. And you see the characters like, okay, so you got IPS and you got, and he's the evil, uh, He's the evil witch slash Freemason, you know. They got all the characters all played out, or so I'm going to explain it. Um, and he's hanging out with flat Earth asshole, the amazing but uh, failed musician, the bass player who can play like Les Paul, but 
people just don't like him because he's an asshole. And then you got Math Powerland, the actor, you know, who uh, literally is an actor. <laughs> First, before even being, I guess, known as an artist, he was known on MTV as an actor, you know, having his uh, romp as they have to, embarrassment, pretending to be, uh, I guess, uh, a homosexual and having a homosexual relationship and being some super jock. Anyways, all this comes out to the fore. And you see this, this dynamic being played, this magical dynamic where it no longer has anything to do about science, about evidence supporting whether the Earth is flat or is a Pac-Man thing or is a you know, a circle, or that there's an ice rink, or that there's other lands beyond us, or anything like that. It's all been just dismantled. And now it's just about, it's the cult of personalities, and it's, and it's, um, it's turned into a reality show. It's turned into the reality show that it was designed to do. Now, they had to manage this, and they had to control this, and so just like everything else, I mean, you'll see everything else. It doesn't matter what we've seen so many examples now over the past uh, 10 years or more since 9-11 and especially after the past, you know, let's say since 10, 2010 and just um, and slowly revealing of the fact that they would be doing such things as false flags and staged events and all this other kind of stuff. We were forewarned. It was, not, it was made public. It's public knowledge. And all of a sudden, the flat earth comes out in the middle of it. Now, the ego, the pride, is going to say, you know what? Look at me. I spent all this time researching all these things, and I understand how the world really wor- works. And I just found this new, amazing mystery discovery called flat earth, and that Oh my gosh, there's a lot of weight and evidence for it. But no no resolution. No resolution. No finality. Like a religion. It's like all religions. There's no finality. There's no conclusion that's satisfactory. And this is what's exactly what we, they did to us. And they mind-fucked us once again. And now it's all the division and turning it into a soap opera where you got the uh, Wicked Witch. witch of, no, you have, I, where you have quasi-luminous, okay, Not, you know, who claims uh, to be Satan, okay, yeah. and actually uh, and wants to, like, take a fucking, like, 144,000 people, right, uh, up to uh, the North Pole, which is basically the middle of the Earth, not the North at all. Okay, uh, and uh, jump into uh, you know the the uh, the hole, the crater up there, and basically drink from the living waters, and then receive eternal life. Um, you know, because of course, uh, you know, without the sunlight, you know, going into uh, the middle of the earth, there there'd be no aurora borealis shooting out, and there therefore there'd be no life at all. <laughs> That's the premise. 
Oh my God! Right, and, and so and so yeah. So that's one, and then there's another one, and that would be, oh, uh, you know, Eric Dubay, and Eric Dubay. Here's this guy. He magically goes to Thailand. You know, don't you wish you could just make that kind of decision where you were going to move? Just everybody has that opportunity. To just go, oh, you know, I want to live in, uh, I don't know, Australia, whatever. That's not very original. How about Papua New Guinea? How many people have that choice? Okay, that's the first thing to ask yourself. The second thing, he marries this uh, Thai woman or gal that supposedly is the daughter of a of a uh, a general for the Thailand army, the military. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I can't confirm it, but that's what's going out there in the Internet world. So here you go, creating the character, the character of this guy who's a member of the Illuminati and is revealing only a little bit of it, but mm, is really just revealing the same stuff that the Zetetic Society did 150 years ago and from Henry, or whatever his name, Rothbotham. Hey, Freemason, by the way. And, um, and of course, once again, what happened with this? You know, it's important that they uh, and do something to, re, you know, uh, embarrass themselves and compromise themselves. So he shows up all dressed up and as a drag. Yeah, it's a real normal behavior. For, you know what I mean? And, and everyone's a shell, by the way, too. And he's been at war with everybody, and everybody's a shell. I mean, come on, ask yourself that you know if. Is that any of that healthy behavior? Is any of that Zen-like? Any of that Buddhist-like? Is his behavior so you look at him? Okay, so we've got two of those. So the pillars. Uh, the, there's one more. What's the third one? So it's um, Derek DeBay. Oh, Mark Sargent. So Mark Sargent shows up. And amazingly, he's so polished in his package right away. And he's got these six or ten clues. And man, these videos are so polished and so well done, and just came out just like that. And uh, from my understanding, I mean, I'm pretty late. I'm lazy, so I don't even make videos. I do have a Facebook or a YouTube channel, and I usually just copy other people's stuff. I don't want to spend all my time making a video, but I can only imagine just how one video would, how long it would take, with the compilation of information and all this, the other stuff, you know, and then put all the different, you know. The piece it all together, you know, visually, audibly, audibly, whatever, and etc. Um, and he just shows up, and I am so dumb and so full of this amazing power of discernment. <laughs> I just grabbed up to these guys a year and a half ago in my old show and interviewed these. All these Mark I had on, even had him in a debate. Uh, uh, Jaron was on. Several times, really, Argyle, all these guys, see all these guys, blah blah blah. You met with them online. I did. I, I, I online. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like. Uh, um, Do you well, have any mustard? It, 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 it was a weird experience too. I need mustard. Yeah. What's that? Sorry, I was talking to someone. I need mustard. I'm getting a hot dog. Oh, cool. <laughs> What time is it? Where are you at? Well, it's like midnight almost. Uh, oh, you're you're out west, sure. aren't you? 
mustard. You're from a hot dog. Yes, you do have it. It's mustard. It, you have to have it. You got hot dogs. Mustards and hot dogs. Man, what's wrong with you guys? How can you not have mustard? I was really going at a good spiel there, wasn't I? Very insightful. So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I must say so myself. I can't take a lot of credit for it. But I can, I think, listening to all the different characters in the Flat Earth, quote-unquote, movement on the YouTube, whether it's, uh, you know, one of the guys I really would recommend people listening to is Star Gods. I think that he does a wonderful job exposing all this stuff. And then, um, who else is there? Yeah, Star God's good. Uh, Daniel Brandt's an interesting fellow. Interesting fellow. When I get back into the house there, um, there's another guy, too, that I really want to talk about. He's a very interesting, and he's the one revealing the witch aspect of it, the witchcraft. The, uh, we look at uh, Patricia Steer. Um, they went by Francisca, Francisca Vock. Vox and uh, it's supposed to have some kind of special meaning. Anyways, who are you talking about? Patricia Steer and her 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 supposed radio persona was Francisca Vox, and Vox okay. is involved with quite a bit of uh, you'll discover. Um, Heavy, heavy metal, not, not well, heavy metal, I guess, because of her brother. He is into that weird thing. Uh, not to say that heavy metal for se is weird, but he's into the weird side of the heavy metal thing. Anyways, <laughs> taking it to the extreme. <clears throat> um, yeah, well, anyways, that was her persona, and that's, and she behaves like a sorceress. And He's very uh, egocentric and very um, seems almost uh, uh, psychopathic in the way her behavior. I mean, we should put the pieces together. What happened with her and that one guy in England, and she moved in with them for a week or two and then moved back and her behavior. None of that makes any sense. It all sounds like something straight out of Hollywood, like somebody scripted it. If it is... <laughs> and now she's with Mark Sargent and they're the lovely couple. Mark Sargent, the Jesuit priest, along with his little, you know, sorceress. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and so... What when you put it all together, what do you got? You got black magic being cast on to you as you're captured into another. Right. I think. I think. Okay. So is it not white magic? 
What's the difference between black magic and white magic? I don't think there probably is. I just, I guess it would be white magic. Let's talk magic. about blood sacrifice, though. Right? Think okay. about this. All the years of, that we've heard there's been blood sacrifices going on, you know, uh, within these cults, these Illuminati, right, at their little secret rituals. We've seen stories. We've seen pictures, you know, images, right? Um, there has to be, it seems like there might, either that's fake, right? All those, those stories of blood sacrifice from the ancients where, you know, you take the heart out and all that and, or jump into the, uh, you know, the volcano and, you know, and sacrifice yourself. But, like, either that's fake or what we got going on today is real, right, with regard, or it's been real. And, and today what we're seeing is that they're actually giving away the very thing that they've been doing with the blood sacrifice, and they're seeing how many people are actually going to catch on to it, you know? Like, uh, all right, all right. Like, catch on to it and accept it and be part of it. Like the old empires? Yeah, again, be part of it. In other words, like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you want to sacrifice your blood. So, therefore, let's get you, uh, you know, we'll just blow you up. You know, you already went online and uh, said you wanted to do it, right? Said you would sacrifice your blood for the benefit of all. So, let's just just drone strike you. It's for the benefit of all. You know, I mean, that's... That's one way of looking at it, but at the same time, if if our blood is really truly spiritual currency, right, then then we would be able to uh, you know have a very personal relationship with uh, with Mother Nature or or nature in general, and when we spilled our blood with intent, it would actually go out into the to the universe with whatever we intended it to be, not what some alternative agenda wanted. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that's the power of it. Have you done it? Oh, yeah, definitely. So you've done it? So, and then it's, and I've it's done made a different show. Absolutely. I mean, uh, how, I mean, I'm not judging you or anything. I'm asking you. So uh, uh, what was the difference? What how, What did you experience? Well, first anything of all, different? actually, is, yes. Is it, it, yeah. It was like a form of meditation because what had happened was I always get, when I do deep insight meditation, I get revelations into true reality. But when I did blood over intent, I got a revelation and I saw a secret about how the structure of the legal system was being played out in front of us. I've been studying law for six years. And it wasn't until I did my blood over intention directly on top of a copy of the, Cal- the 1849 California Constitution. Uh-huh. Then I post that video on the Internet. The next thing that happens within a day, right, is I connected with this guy named Charles Stewart who told me all about uh, – who, who bro- basically broke down for me uh, the common law affiliation with townships and how townships could be organized – and all of a su- sudden, I felt like this like sense of understanding come over me. I was like, wow, I, I, I totally grasped how um, contract law, local rules of court, and rules of communities 
applies to this township idea. Plus, I saw the whole city-state thing as a separate thing from towns. I mean, there was an entire awakening that came from after after doing the blood over intent. Absolutely. Interesting. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, you're the first person I've ever talked to who sounded reasonable <laughs> and uh, sane and actually talked about the consequences. So good. Um, well, it's because I, 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 I get it. I get what's happening. Right. I had a spiritual awakening before blood over intent. Ah. But yeah, you have to, you have to be an aware spiritual you have a spiritual sense about yourself, right? Ah. But in order to actually grasp that you're one being, you're like you're one thing, you know, you're not you're not fractured in truth. Right? So when you do when you have that as your basis and foundation, spilling your blood means a lot more. Spilling your blood over your intention has a lot more power. You believe in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know who yeah. you are. Well, I guess it's, it's, I guess it's, a, it's more, isn't it more just a ritual? It's more a, just an act? Or is it an act for who? Who are you spilling your, the blood to? That's my question. Right. Well, know? here's the thing. I'm, I'm spilling the blood to myself see because the, the recognition that that sun in the sky right now th this is where uh -huh. I, I it, it all begs to differ they're trying to say that the sun is just some light that's po put in the sky and it's just spinning around and around like a light bulb right but well, actually, actually, I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. It's not. It's not. It's not spinning. Most of us who looked into it, it's not spinning at all. In fact, it, right? People say we're spinning around it, right? To me, it looks at this point that it's actually a. Uh, no, it's not spinning, and we're not spinning around it. Nothing's. There's no spinning. There's no spinning. <laughs> there's no spinning, man. <laughs> Good. So. Uh, so but you, what I was going like, to say about it was that it, it is the physical manifestation of your awareness because it provides light. Yeah. You know? and, and your awareness itself is actually light. It's a spiritual awareness, right? So right. when you... The idea is when you do sun gazing you have, and you also spill blood over intent and think about the sun but also realize you're doing it in the light of day. It's, it actually has to do really more with your actions, your intentions, and your actions. Faith without works is dead. So it's another con game. You're right. You know, it is. I'll be honest. It's conning people into actually doing something for good, for the benefit of all, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. If you want to, ha you know, I mean, not, I, I don't believe there's a problem if you want to deceive people to do something that's right because they're all fucked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. So, yeah, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's, for, it's, 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 uh, You know, we talk about intentions because you know I used I was in 
I guess, my own form of it. So and visualization and visual vision boards and all that kind of stuff. So and it does work. Stuff works. But I guess, see, part of it for me is I had to go through my, I guess, spiritual awakening. And I had to uh, wake up to the fact that my motives were incredibly self-centered and um, and uh, probably more destructive than um, than you know benevolent. So that's the thing I had to go through, and I think a lot of people have to go through that. I think once you go through that process, you finally figure out who you are, what your real motives are. Are you just a self-centered, you know, uh, self-absorbed? get whatever I can type of person, or are you a person that's maybe a little more uh, giving, a little more understanding, a little more, I guess, if you want to say love, I mean loving. I don't know if that's a word that's vague in its own self at this point. Um, but, you know, basically, you willing to give somebody else the time of day. You know what I mean? Are you willing to, uh, you know, if somebody is uh, hurting, you know what I mean? What I feel like blood over intent is just the icing on the cake. It's like another way of solidifying your agreement with the cosmos. Not only have I, see, because when blood over intent first came out, BOI, right? What I call it? All right. When, when it first came out and I saw it, I was like, whoa, I don't need to spill my blood. I do that every day. I, I put my blood, which is basically my body fluid, every, I walk. I walk forward every day. So therefore, my blood is over my intent every single day. I'm going to go. I think about doing something that I want to do. I intend on doing that. And I put my energy into it. And therefore, my blood is already over my intent. So there's no real right. reason. <coughs> there's no real reason to actually spill the blood and cut yourself. But, right? Um, whatever whatever motivates you. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. it's fun, man. That's what it comes down to, and it feels good. You're like, hey, wait a minute. I'm going to cut myself, bleed on the Internet, and get some bro- some brothers here. It's just fun. It's for entertainment purpose only, you know? Is it? That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I appreciate you being honest about it. So, you know, it's I mean, – because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's, sometimes I wonder if, you know, we're just – how often are we just – mind screwing each other, you know what I mean? Just to really to get attention. <laughs> Just really get attention, you know what I mean? And uh my bond blood, blood over intent video was where I told everybody, yeah, you don't need to spill your blood. You actually do it every day. You, but when you go out and you walk around and you want something to get done and you do it, you spill your you're you're putting your blood over intent right there. So there's no need to cut yourself or, or prick yourself or any of that shit, you know? No, I'd look at work, right? Blood, sweat, and tears, right? That's what it comes down to. Exactly, exactly. Blood, sweat, but, tears, and where, where are you going to where are you going to channel that? Think about this. Where though. are you going to? Think about this though. Right now, right? What we see, we do see like people getting, you know, people in jail getting tortured, people in hospitals getting tortured and bleeding. Uh, lots of blood, actually. Okay, the, uh, lots of donations of blood. Everybody's donating blood. Okay, and uh, we see soldiers going off to war, dying in the name of something, right, for, for an intention. Everything is based around intent, dying for freedom. You know what I mean? 
blood over intent. Somebody else's intention. We hand ourselves over to their intention. (laughs) Exactly, through the blood. Now, when you do a blood over intent for positive and to bring forth the benefit of all, for all, are you killing yourself? No, you're not. There, you don't have to go to war. You don't have to. There's no one dying. You're, you, but your blood is still spilling for an for an intention, right? Therefore, right. the magic is stronger. If you have more people doing that, then you can get millions of people doing it, which would amount to the hundredth monkey syndrome, and everybody would wake up. Yeah. See what I mean? Everybody would wake up. I mean, I believe that's probably the plan of the Illuminati is to actually, this is probably one of their last little efforts, last little throws. They're basically toying with us again and saying, hey, look, we're going to wake everybody up at the same time. Watch this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's a big part of it, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, Why what, do they call well, it you know, Illuminati? Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're, they're the light ones, right? They're the ones that know what's, what's going on. They're the ones that really Holders. know what the, you know, you know what the uh, their true intentions are for the uh, oligarchy, right? The ruling elite, as they like to call themselves. Even though I don't understand how anybody could see themselves to be an elite in their situation, but I could only because they're, uh, you know, they're carnally. I guess they're they're. They're dead to the world instead of alive to the spirit. So their things, their their things are their uh, things are of this world. Their love is of this world, and so. And I know that sounds religious or philosophical, but if one really looks at it, that's the truth. We talk about greed, and um, and that's what. Well, again, remember, runs most most remote, runs most people, and well, and regard, regardless of whether you know how you go about it, you know what I mean. Well, there's blood, you know. There's obviously there's people that their their motive of blood under over a tent is just so that they can have more pussy and uh, be more, you know, get more personal gain, right? And you know, I I can say that because I was a guy like that once. So I was very self-centered, self-absorbed, and I'm I'm sure if I would have found out about blood and dead, you know, 15 years ago or something like that, I probably would have said, you know what, I'll do it. Not for the right reasons, though. I guess you know, when I say not the right reasons, not for noble reasons, not for benevolent reasons, but for you know. Benevolent reasons and personal gain. And that's who I was. I hate to say that. I thought it was a well, pretty nice guy. Hmm. But in this spiritual journey of mine, I've discovered that I really wasn't all that nice of a guy. Uh, I mean, I was compared to other people around me, but uh, it was a facade. Right. It was just a facade. If given the right opportunities, would I be? Could I be? The next Alf Capone, I don't know. Could it be the next, uh, you know, Pope Francis or maybe Jesuit? Or hey, uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> you mind if I get going right now? Because we were talking about a lot of good shit a minute ago. But I want to watch a few YouTube videos, and I think 
by the way, I think this is a good place for me to get to end because, you know, yeah, like you, you know, we we could, based on our circumstances, be almost anybody, right? But we are who we are, and uh, you know, um, yeah. one of the things is is I chose, you know, to uh, to to try to make a, I made a commitment basically, okay, to make change the system or, or influence it, inspire it. In, into a better condition. That's what I. That's what I committed to. And that's awesome. It, it's that's the way it should that, be, right? That's, that's how I see it. Yeah. It should be. That commitment is what has actually propelled me to the study of the so-called law, and also to the understanding that uh, I've been putting my blood over my intent, and so many people have already died. For the wrong reasons, putting blood over intent. Okay, so right. there's a lot of good things we've we, we've accomplished on this call, um, just by yeah, connecting. So I hope hope to hear from you again on some of the other calls. You say you Mike. say you you say you have a uh, YouTube channel. You have a YouTube channel. I guess he hung up. So. Donaldson has a YouTube channel, I guess. It's about blood and uh, more of type of thing. Or, and other things, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun. That was fun. It's uh, Second Son of Donald. Second Son of Donald. I guess that's the name of the YouTube channel. All right. So I'll see if I can find that and put in the... Information box, I guess, for his own personal, I guess, whatever. And, you know, it would, I mean, who am I to tell you what to do? I, I could tell you what to do. Anyways, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. And, yeah, back to the, uh, I guess, a little bit more about the PSYOPs, uh, the flat earth, and how the use of sorcery and this whole thing and about capturing the minds and the hearts and minds of those on the internet world is this taking a sides and who's going to be my guy or gal type of thing and I would just I would strongly recommend that you don't get involved at all with it you can enjoy the um you can enjoy the uh the ride, you can enjoy the entertainment, and that's what it is right at this point. Recognize what it is, it's just entertainment at this point. You know, nine out of ten people might be serious and legit. Folks, I guess like myself, are just, you know, investigating and asking questions and looking into things. Uh, people that are really doing research, I don't know. These things I do not know, but I do know that what I'm watching looks an awful lot like a reality made for or made for internet reality show, and there's just is it just egos some some level i I wanted to believe that it's just organic, natural to something that's really happened. But I also know from history that every single movement 
has been throughout the history that I know of, mankind has been it's been usurped by the ruling elite and captured. That's why they're still in charge and we're not. They know how the game is played. They know how to play, I guess, Russian roulette and never ever pull the trigger on themselves. They know how to play the shell game. And this is a big boy shell game now. This is not, you know, cartoons, you know, uh, Bugs Bunny type of shell game. We're talking now big boy stuff. And uh, so we have to understand that, that we, uh, the average man, woman, whatever, who is, you know, brought up under the public fool system and television and even your local church, well, you you weren't really, you were given a foundation, but a shaky foundation that in the end was really built on a, not on a rock, but on basically deliberate quicksand. So um, I know it sounds extremely negative to say what I just said, but it's the truth. And until one can accept that, you, you will be played like I have been for the past five years over and over again many, many times. I mean, I've learned a lot. I mean, I know more about the, how the world really works than I ever did. And I know better now to bother, like, being involved in uh, the presidential election for the Corporation of the United States in the District of Columbia. Um, you know, I, I know that if you're going to get political, you might want to know your local judges, that kind of thing, you know what I mean? I understand that the United States of America is still a British colony. And never. Uh, that's why it's so easy for them to have their invasions. that are always psyops. You look at all the things that are going on. And it doesn't matter what it is. It's been tainted by these uh, think tanks, whether it's Tavistock or Frankfurt or whatever. The Aspen Institute in Northern California has plenty of stuff going on there in Berkeley in that area. Now there's schools and just throughout the nation. So it's it's a total psyop. Uh, most people, you know, we're all psyops, so it's not like uh, most of us are deliberately, intentionally uh, lying to each other. It's just our heads are full of lies. So what do you do about that? Well, the first thing you do is to finally come to terms with it and admit it. What do I mean by it's a, a lie? Well, you know, a lie. It's more of a delusion, an illusion. Uh, and it's a masterful plan. It's the blind leading the blind, and you make sure that the blind are always leading the blind. You got to make sure that the smartest and the brightest and the best are always blind. That's how it is. That's how it works. And uh, what do you do about that? 
a healthy sense of cynicism would be really a good idea and skepticism and you know let's face it you know you know our best of friends we don't know what their motives are half the time I mean, most of us were friends with a, a collective group of people and some of them are people or friends with but we you know well, it's probably because they're more fun or enjoyable to be with than they that than that we trust. It's all psychic. It's all a psychological game. Spouses are playing mind games with each other and children and parents are playing mind games with each other and the workplace and the board and the you know, stockholders and the board trustees and whatever the the president and CEO oh, they're all playing mind games with you and you're playing mind games with your fellow staff members and and uh, and then you go to the church and then there's the, the the pastor he's playing mind games with you and you're playing mind games with yourself and with God and uh, the band is playing mind games with you. And where else go? Oh, television, you know, television for sure. Anybody spent any time? That's the whole design. It's a, a you know, it's propaganda at the mildest. It's just total mind screw. It makes you believe in all sorts of delusions and lies and fables and fantasies. And while while people are really being probably murdered and killed and all sorts of things, and you'll never see it, and that's the way it's supposed to be. You'll never hear about it. You'll never hear about the real ones, you know, the uh, the real events, the real social uh, up you know uprises, unless it's big enough. And then you know. If it gets too big, then you'll have the wonderful staged event of like a Kent State where you know this open fire on a bunch of people and probably half of them that they end up shooting, they're shooting with blanks and they're my MK Ultra mind controlled and you know what I mean. Half of us are MK Ultra mind controlled. Let's be honest about it. Oh, you're being negative, Mike. Well, I'm not being negative. I'm just being honest. I just, I'm being generous when I say half of us are mind, MK Ultra Mind Control. We all are. If you grew up in the Western world, the Western, Western leg of the Roman Empire, and most of the Eastern leg or Let's call them wings, because that's really what they like. They like their double-headed phoenix, eagle thing, whatever. It's an eagle, I guess. You'll find that in the Vatican and Freemasonry and flags. and Amazingly, a flag of the Russia. And it just goes on and on. Anyways, if you live in the Roman Empire. And how the ruling elite, I mean, you... Just learn about the Caesars, even if they're if they're whether they're real or not. It's not really important. What's important is the strategies, the strategies. So read uh, Art of War, 
my son too, or whatever, how do you pronounce it? And, uh, you know, probably didn't write it anyways. A lot of people feel it was a Jesuit. A Jesuit that turned out to be the Jesuit general that helped create the Corporation of the United States, the District of Columbia. Anyways, it goes on and on. You just learn all this stuff, okay? And so you, you start to put the pieces together and you just realize it's just... And no wonder most people get upset with you if you tell them the truth. It's upsetting. You know how long it's taken me to get to this point of acceptance or realization that I've been lied to about every damn fucking thing that I ever was told with a smile on someone's face in the process. And, you know, it wasn't not so much getting over the lie. It's getting over the, the realization uh, that I'm dumb enough to buy into the lie. <laughs> that I'm culpable to buy into all these lies. And, and um, I think that's exactly what the, the the whole intention is with the military weapon called the Internet, the World Wide Web, is to create a certain ambiguity, uh, confusion, bewilderment, uh, powerlessness, if you will. This overwhelming... Mind screw where your head, your brain is poked with a gazillion injections of all sorts of different magical vaccines, the use of imagery and words. And so you're, you know, you're the walking pinhead, Mr. you know, the pinhead guy, you know what I mean? Or the needlehead guy or whatever. You've got a ton of needles on you, right? Every single part of your brain is being acupuncture to the point that, well, you believe just about anything. You believe that your shit don't stink until you shit. And then you go, oh, it stinks. And then you go right back to believing this shit don't stink. Everyone's this way. You're taught that way. Not that you're a bad person. It's just that you're a, you're a bobblehead. You're brainwashed. You're um, you are not the possessor of your own mind. That's what it comes down to. Oh, that's not true, Mike. How can you say such a negative thing? Well, I'm telling you, I don't know anybody who's the possessor truly of their own mind. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 